What's up, you guys? It's your girl Panache, and I'm back with another podcast episode. Welcome to We Brew You Pull. So, what are we brewing today? We are brewing chai tea. Chai tea. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Cheers. If you are joining us on YouTube, obviously you can notice that this is our first video podcast episode. Yay! Finally, if you're a visual person, then you're gonna love it. But if you're like someone who doesn't really care, you can still listen on Apple Podcasts and stuff. You know, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, like us, rate us, Spotify, like us, rate us, and then come over on YouTube and get to watch watch me you know watch me watch me do the thing so today we are brewing chai tea and we're also talking about living a life of faith which some people don't agree with which i totally understand and i know i mentioned that this is not a religious podcast and i stand by that so we're not going to be talking about a specific religion we're going to be discussing just the struggles of living a life of faith in general so it doesn't have to be tied to a specific religion and i asked people on my instagram i asked like what what are the hardest things about living a life of faith and i got replies from people from all religious types and which is great you know we all believe in something one way or the other and sometimes we believe in god sometimes we don't believe in god which is all good which is all good so before we get started i just want to sort of you know my perspective on why it's important to believe in something you know firstly life is hard huh life is ghetto <laughs> things be hard sometimes and when you have a higher being or a higher power that you can call on for help for guidance that you can count on that oh i know that god is watching out for me some people be like the universe is watching out for me i'm not making fun it's just how people say <laughs> uh so it's important and also you move through life very differently when you believe that you're accountable to someone or something right you're not just going doing around doing whatever you want however you want it but you feel like that sense of accountability just like how as a kid you felt accountable to your parents so there were certain things that you couldn't do if your friends were like yo let's go do this and you know your parents don't like that you'll be like nah i'm good so even in life, you know, you move through life differently. You treat your relationships differently, especially when you think there's an internal life. You're like, yo, I'm beefing with this person on earth. Imagine if when I go to, let's just say heaven, and then I have to see this person for the rest of my life, for eternity. <laughs> like, what is that? So you move through life differently. Like you value people differently in my opinion and you know i think the most important part is just treating life like this is just the beginning because honestly a lot of us believe that this is just a drop a drop in our existence like a little small little in our existence and there's still like much more to come so if you understand that you don't just move through life you don't just certain make certain decisions but you're just more accountable to something you have a different moral code. You know, there's a difference between being a nice person and being like that person who won't screw people over, right? Let me know what you guys think. But I think it's important to believe in something because that's something that you can hold on to when times are tough. When times get hard, that's when you're like, yo, I need help. So I asked people on my Instagram, I said, 
what are some of the things you find hard when it comes to living a life of faith? And I, this came from a conversation that I was having with one of my friends. And we're just talking about some of the challenges that we face. I guess the biggest one we raised was consistency. And I was like, hey, yes, 100%. And I was just curious, like, what are other people struggling with? And how can we form a community that helps each other? And this is not religion specific or any specific denomination. I also want to mention that when we're talking about religion, we're not talking about the extremes, okay? Obviously, the extremes of either side. We're not talking about people who take it to the extreme or people who just make up their own things and forget what the core part of the faith is and what it's really teaching. A lot of these religions are just teaching us to love each other, to live in peace, to live in harmony. You know, that's that's all. That's all we need to do. But we've been taking it way too far. So we're not talking about the extremes, which is just an important general thing in life, right? When you're talking about people, you're not talking about the extremes. You're talking about what a normal, rational person would do. So the first response I got was being too religious for some people and not being religious enough for other people. Yes, that is so difficult especially when i was a kid it was really hard to make sure that i'm not like too holy <laughs> for certain people you know like certain people don't be following the same things that you're following just because we live like in different households different perspectives and sometimes some people be like yo you're too much or you're not enough so i have learned that we all have different perspectives and opinions and we can't please everyone i personally owe it to myself to be honest to myself and to study my faith according to the truth of my faith not according to what i've been taught by my parents obviously you do this with like a guidance or someone you trust someone you believe but studying the faith on your own actually be like okay what does this say about this you know, there's so many different perspectives, right? Like for Christians, some people believe you can drink. Some people believe you can't drink. For Muslims, some people believe that you have to wear the hijab. Some people personally believe that they don't need to wear the hijab, but they can still be modest in their dressing in other ways. So as you can see, that's just differences within people who believe the same thing. What more people who don't believe the same thing, right? It's important for us to not be judgmental. Number one, and just because someone else does something differently than you do doesn't mean that they're wrong, right? Honestly, we all could learn something from the different religions that we believe in because just because you don't believe in something or see the same eye doesn't mean there's nothing to learn. It doesn't mean that everything about it is wrong, right? So let's learn to pick the good. And you know, if you don't agree with something, leave it and move on. So if you don't agree with how someone is living their life and you're not close to them like that, trust their community that they have around them, that they're the ones who are guiding them through that. So I believe that stick around, learn your faith on your own, start living on your terms, you know, or on the terms of your faith. Uh, and just continue to grow as a person. Just, you know, continue to grow and live in your truth. And someone said, trusting him to do what he says, especially when it seems like things are getting worse. This is so, so difficult. Um, I had a friend that I had to sort of 
be there for them because I didn't guide nothing. I didn't even know where to start. But I had to be there for them while they were going through a very, 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 very difficult time. I would pray. They would pray. It just felt like God was silent. Like, where are you, God? Are you even there? It's just important to remember that his plans are good. They're never to harm us. And he'll always be good regardless of any situation. And what I also had to learn was just sometimes not to say the situation you're going through is not important, not to say it doesn't hurt right now, but, okay, and (laughs) not to negate what I said. (laughs) And at the same time, what you go through in a year can be very, very bad and painful and just terrible. And then when you look at it five years later, you look at it and you're like, I got through that, you know, I got through that and I can see how God was in it even during the like hardest time of my life. So just remember that all things are working out for good in the end. And right now you don't see it right now. You don't understand it right now. You just don't get it. And that's okay. Rest in that, you know, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't always have to be that person who knows exactly what's going on. Just rest in where you are right now. Keep holding on. Eventually, it'll make sense. It just won't make sense right now, but eventually. And then someone said consistency too. I've learned that it's a discipline and you need to train yourself. This is so hard for me, especially because I I wasn't a sports person. <laughs> so I blame it on sports. I didn't play sports. Uh, so I blame it on that, honestly. You know, sports people, you learn how to show up. You learn how to get up even when you don't want to and show up for practice every morning. Learn how to show up for games. Learn how to show up even when you fail. Learn how to keep playing even when the game is showing that you're going to lose. You learn how to continue to put your best in it. Hey, that's what we all need. And I personally don't have that. And I'm honestly still trying to get to that level. But just doing, I guess, small things. For example, if, you know, going back to that too holy for some people or not being holy enough for some people. It's like some people be like... Yo, I prayed for six hours yesterday. And you'll be like, huh? I just prayed for like three minutes. <laughs> and that's that's okay. Honestly, some people pray for like six hours. And you pray like three minutes, let's say like, you know, three minutes multiple times during the day. Or three minutes even once a day. But the truth is, you have spoken. You have talked to God. You've connected with God. And you just start building up from there you know you start from the three minutes you go up to the five minutes you go up to the 10 minutes and eventually you are in the two hour club you know i don't six hours is a lot but you build it up and honestly it's just it's great so just learning to set a date with god and training yourself to show up no matter what that's what we gotta do gotta do even when we don't want to even when it hurts even when it doesn't make sense just learning to show up i hear the fruits of the labor are worth it let's keep it guys let's keep it you're not in it alone because even i'm in this someone said sometimes you have it but you lack the confidence to build it up to a higher level yeah i get that it's hard the level of faith that you're at determines what you believe is possible right so if you're like, at, let's say the highest level, you believe that God can heal someone with cancer, right? But if you're at like a lower level, 
you're like, eh, God, you know, if it is your will, <laughs> if you were, I suppose, seek to perfect your faith. And honestly, there's no perfecting it, I believe, personally, because life just keeps on evolving and we just keep going through different situations which seem to be harder than the last or just different. And I think the important thing is to recognize where you are and also recognize that God will meet you where you are. You know, he'll meet you where you are. If you're at zero, he'll meet you at zero. He'll talk to you at zero. So you don't have to be at a hundred just to get, to get him to see you, to get him to notice you, to get him to love you, to get him to, to, to care about you. You could be at minus, you could be at negative hundred and he'll still, still see you. Even at your worst, just consider yourself to be good enough. Don't worry about what, like what's high level, you know, that's relative, that's relative on the person. So just stick to your own journey keep moving forward and do the best you can so encouraging someone going through hard times to stay strong while you're also going through hard times oh so hard okay okay so my favorite analogy for this one is you know when you're babysitting and then your babysitting and the kid is sick and you're worried so you do everything in your power to help this baby you take them to the hospital, you measure their temperature, you give them the medication you've been approved by their parents to give, you put a cold towel, you put them in a cold bath, everything you can. And eventually you reach a point where you call the parents and you're like, yo, can you come take your child because I've done everything I can and I cannot, I cannot, please. Please take your child. That's the point I reached when I was trying to help a friend. I was like, God, this is your creation. You brought this person into the world. You are responsible for this person. So come, come take your child, please. Because I don't know what to do anymore. Like I don't have control. I, it's not, it's not my responsibility to, 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 to make miracles happen because only you can only you have the power so i was like god please come take a child please come through please intervene please do whatever you can because i cannot so i would say encourage them the best that you can but as much as you encourage them let's say you're encouraging is here your prayers should be up there your prayers for god to come through should be up there and then you just just keep doing what you can. Also, it's it's hard, especially if you're going through the same thing. But they say birds of the same feathers flock together. So sometimes it, it can be comforting to have people going through the same situation. Be honest also to that person when they tell you, this is what I'm going through. It's hard. You can be like, I'm going through the same thing and I know it's hard. Tell them how you're getting through it. If you're not getting through it, be honest with them. But like, all I know is that... This is what we're told to believe and I'm going to hold on to that and let's do it together because there's really nothing else you can do. You know, that's the thing. Sometimes they're just situations where there is nothing else you can do but to believe in something, to believe in something to intervene and help you out. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because why be miserable? Why be trying to solve everything on your own when you can rely on someone else? to be there for you especially 
someone with all power, the creator of the universe. Just look at this. Look at outside. You know, look at the blue sky. Look at the pretty sky. Look, look at us. Look at the beauty. There's just something special. It just, you know, it just couldn't have happened with nothing, you know. Okay, someone said, realizing you can't control everything and letting that control go hard. You know me? <laughs> control is like my middle name. Okay, I'm not a control freak, you know, but one of my biggest fears is not being in control. And one of my amazing teachers reminded me that surrendering to God gives up control that we never had in the first place. But we lied to ourselves that we have. Woo! Yeah, we lied to ourselves that we have. We don't have control. Anything could happen. We could walk out the door right now and get hit by a car. There's no control. We don't have control. So lying, telling ourselves that we have control is a lie. And at the end of the day, we just have to accept that and just learn not to try to be in control of everything. Have you met that person who is just so happy and excited about life, who just doesn't seem to worry about anything, you know? Of course, there's responsibility. You know, like, you're not going to splash all your money. You're going to save. But just also leaving room to enjoy the now because we don't know what's there tomorrow. That's important. And I believe we're happier we're in the we're not, we're in our fullest selves. The fullest of what you're created to be is when you remove that control from yourself and when you place it to God and be like, here, you know, here's my life. I'm just going to be the person you created me to be and just enjoy that. Enjoy who you created me to be. You didn't create me to be a control freak. Nobody likes that. And then someone said, waiting for God to say something when I feel like I can't hear him. Silence is hard. Silence is hard, especially when you've been waiting for a while and when you feel like you can't hear anything. And the best thing you can do is to keep waiting and trust that his timing is good. We've all seen like testimonies of people who waited for years. Like one of the recent ones I just watched is Adrian Horton. And Israel Houghton, they just had a baby and they had been trying for five years, five years. And they just said it was worth the wait. Like some things are just worth the wait. And as much as you want it now, just enjoy the now while you wait. Because his timing is good, his plans are good, and he is worth the wait, right? And also just remembering that he doesn't always speak in the conventional way. And just look for his direction in everything you do. Someone reminded me that there's even direction in community. People around us, they can speak to us when we think that, oh, God is not spoken. God is not speaking. But people around us, that's why you surround yourself with people who speak life. People who speak positivity into your life. Not people who bring you down or just make you all worse. Okay. Someone say, giving up when there seems to be no change yet you're trying to hold on, keep on the faith. Honestly, all I can say is, don't give up on God, cause he won't give up on you. He's able. Hold on, keep the faith, and just trust that he will show up. Because he promised that he will show up. Yeah, just remember his timing and his answer is worth the wait. It's worth the wait.
but it, it's hard. Like you have to acknowledge it. You know, we have to, to do a better job of acknowledging how we actually feel and taking that to God in prayer to be like, God, this is terrible. This hurts. The fact that I've been praying for this for like three years and I haven't heard anything that hurts. It breaks my heart, but I trust you, you know, but I will wait, but I'll keep holding on. That's the best we can do. Right. And then someone said, everything seems to be falling apart. That's when you lose consistency. That is so true. When everything is falling apart and you have tried so much to make it work, but it's just not working that you've just given up. Right. I've been trying to hide myself up through winter. I always try to hide myself up through winter because I do not like winter. I don't like winter because trees fall apart. They lose their leaves and their natural beauty. Yet their roots remain strong and rooted in the ground so even when everything is falling apart when your whole world is crashing around you when it hurts when you just don't know what to do as long as you're rooted you get through trees remain rooted and they make it through winter and you see them in spring you see them in summer you see them in fall blooming looking good hold on just keep holding on he's with it okay someone say 2020 make made it hard or makes it hard to keep the faith the challenge is people faith 2020 was hard especially for us people who like control like i was so hyped about 2020 i was like okay i'm gonna go home gonna have a three four month summer i'm gonna live my life up before the last semester of university and then 2020 boom lockdown i could not go anywhere i stuck alone with my own thoughts but i dealt with a lot of things which i didn't even know there so i'm kind of grateful that i had that time who knows wouldn't have been possible otherwise this is what one of my amazing teachers said there are many variables in the world that you can't predict you never know what will happen tomorrow but all you can control is the posture of your heart. In 2020, with all the unpredictability and challenges, faith in a God who is consistent is really all we have left. That is true. That is true. There's so many things we can't control, but we can control the posture. We can control where we are. We can control our mindset. And everything else, just let go. Let it go. Let it go. And trust. The last one, constant temptation. The fact that so many people will no longer be your friend because you're a believer. What? Okay, let's start with that friend thing. So friends, huh? Are they really your friend? Okay, so not being someone's friend because they believe in something different than you is whack. That, that's bad, guys. Let's not do that. Just because, okay, common thing, America, because that's it floods our timelines, right? Democrats, Republicans. People be hating each other over that based on like simple small things, right? Obviously, neither party gets it perfect. I'm not, I'm not going into politics. I'm just going to say uh, neither group of people have it perfect. Neither group knows exactly what they're doing. But at the end of the day, one common goal is the important thing, right? So friends, don't hate on people just because they don't believe exactly what you believe. How are you going to expand your mindset? 
How are you going to grow? How are you going to learn different things? How are you going to have exposure? If you are literally only surrounding yourself with people who think exactly like you do, how are you going to know that your thinking is whack? You know, you need someone to make you realize like, yo, okay, I really need to change in this. And you can only do that through exposure. So friends, if they leave you, were they really ever your friends, you know? Hold on to the ones that stick around because they're the ones who help you to fulfill your purpose on this earth and they'll help you through hard times. And then temptation. Temptation is hard. Have you gone outside? You know, like people will be like, you know, in witchy daddy shorts. (laughs) Girls be like half naked. You know, that's not the only temptation, obviously. There's like so many other things that tempt us. You know, temptation is hard and we will fall. That's the truth. We will fail, we will fall, we will not be perfect, but we will go back. That's the important part. And not be due to reading that we cannot even enjoy the fruits of being in the kingdom. One of my very, very favorite passages when uh, Peter denied Jesus, they asked him, they were like, do you know this man? And he was like, no. They are like, do you know this man? He was like, no, who that, who that? Third time, do you know this man? What? I've never seen this man all my life. And, you know, if you don't know the full story, he was literally walking with him every single day. You know, he denied him three times. And then Jesus went and asked him, he was like, do you love me? Like after resurrection, he was like, do you love me? I was like, yes, I love you. I was like, do you love me? He was like, yes, I love you. He was like, like, for real though, do you love me, Peter? And Peter was like, Lord, you know all things and you know surely that I love you. God knows that you love him. As long as you're trying, it's important to try. It's important not to live a habitual life where you're falling into temptation. But it's also important to realize that you'll fail, but you'll get up, you know? So sometimes we may fail, but God knows our heart and he's got our back. So guys, it's hard to live a life of faith. It's very hard for those people who do live a life of faith. It's also hard to live a life if you don't believe in anything. Just because, number one, the people who do believe, people who do believe in something will be constantly judging you like, yo, like, are you sure you don't believe in anything? And also, what do you hold on to when everything is falling apart, right? Where do you run? Where do you look? You know, what gives you that assurance that it's going to get better. But it's very important for us to stick with each other, continue to show love to each other, continue to grow together, even if we're in different religions, different denominations. Let's continue to live in love, shine light, and bring people into a world where they believe in something that's bigger than them. Because if you believe you're the biggest thing, then there's a problem. You know, there's a problem. Thank you so much, guys. Continue to follow, continue to like, continue to subscribe, continue to share. I love you so much, and I appreciate you for listening and being here. Bye!